Hey, you are about to listen to a brand new episode of Glenn is Talking, Man from New York. And in this episode, I'm talking about everything from mutant sharks to coffee and ghosts and economic analysis of the tech sector and just everything you can think of I'm talking about in this particular episode. Apologies in advance for the audio issues. The volume might be a little low. Didn't expect it. But it's a new episode. Now, before we get to it, though, we got to have a brief word from our sponsor. But take a seat, relax, and enjoy. Hey, welcome to a new episode of Glenn is Talking, man from New York. Um, what's going on in the world? Lots of stuff is going on in the world. A lot of it's not good, but let's try to keep it light this episode. In fact, I'm, I'm, I think going forward, there's going to be that in the near future or whatever that means but in fact the the last episode i just did is a special sort of getting ready for summer episode just me playing some music which i think is essential for summer and just trying to spread some good vibes and you can hear that episode if you listen to this show on spotify that's not so if you listen to this show on some other platform uh, like apple or the other ones you, you won't be able to listen to the episode so you can listen to it on spotify or i think it actually is anchor if you listen on the anchor app you should be able to hear the music but yeah just trying to spread some good vibes do some good things speaking of good vibes and actually this is not a good vibe at all have you heard about the sharkano the shark cano whatever they're calling it there's a underwater i can't even talk underwater volcano in the Pacific Ocean where these sharks who live near the volcano like they're mutating they're becoming accustomed to the extreme temperatures and like look the way things are going mutant sharks seem just about right doesn't seem abnormal enough really right it's like okay hey mutant sharks right that kind of makes sense just how crazy the world is now, we start having actually Sharknadoes from the Sharkano, then you know, hey, it's, it's, who, who, who understands what's going on, right? Just, just, seems like every time you turn the news on, it's like, what is happening? Are we, are we actually living in the biblical end times? Are we really? Who knows? It, it, it does feel like it, at least once a day. So... Some other news, which is real estate news, if you're interested in buying a house that was considered to be haunted, I've got some news for you if you're like in the market for that type of real estate. According to the Associated Press, in this article, the home that inspired The Conjuring actually not in the market anymore. It's sold. It's sold for $1.5 million, so you lost out. So The Conjuring is the big horror film franchise which is based on the uh, Lorraine and, and Ed Warren who were paranormal investigators and they were involved in some high profile really famous cases uh, like the Amityville Horror and other things like that so the house one of their big cases which the movie The Conjuring is based on was sold for like 1.5 million dollars in Rhode Island I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, almost every, every, almost every home that's ever existed has to be haunted. If you believe in ghosts, right? 
especially places that have been around for a long time. I'm not talking about like some new luxury development that just went up. That's only gonna be that's gonna get worse is the price. Plus, I mean, anything that's been around for a couple of decades has a ghost look too, if you believe in the paranormal. So really haunted, uh, you know, I guess it just depends on how bad of a roommate the ghost is. Is it a respectful, polite, you know, ghost or apparition? Does it, you know, clean up after itself in the kitchen? Does it, you know, does it not, you know, eat other people's food in the refrigerator? Is it a polite ghost? Is it a good ghost? That's what we're really talking about when it comes to hauntings. Because everything is haunted, in my opinion. Speaking of haunting, so it's a holiday weekend, and the Travel Channel, and I mentioned this before, a couple years ago, the Travel Channel, which usually was known for this travel content, like people going on vacations, and a lot of food, like some food stuff, just, you know, food and travel. And then they decided to really just go deep on paranormal stuff, and now, like, 80% of their programming is paranormal, like ghost hunting and stuff. And, but still, like, the other 20% was still like, oh, here, just find out where you can find the big breakfast, breakfast in America. Or hamburgers, do you love them? Followed by the true hauntings of a murderous poltergeist. Like, I, it must be working, because, you know, the channel's on, and, but still, I'm like, who, who decided that this was the direction? Probably was a ghost, right? But yeah, that's is really interesting and, and stuff. So Fleet Week, like it's it's a holiday weekend as I record this. Fleet Week and all the ships and all the the sailors and shipmen and do they have do they call them ship women too? But kind of no idea. But all the people are in different places across the country here in New York, which is always a big deal. The first time in person Fleet Week in a couple of years because of you know what everybody and you know. Is, is trying to have a good time, trying to enjoy themselves, trying to relax, despite, you know, high gas prices and everything. Somebody made a good point I saw on Twitter. Somebody was like, people complain about gas prices, but they don't complain about the price of Starbucks. I mean, they're still going there every day. And, and it's kind of, cr- look, I'm someone who loves coffee, but the amount of money that people spend on their coffee habits is, is crazy. Like I know, like I know people who they'll it could be Starbucks or maybe it's Dunkin' Donuts or maybe it's like their local favorite coffee shop. But there's some people who will go like twice a day to buy coffee from like a, a shop and whatever, depending on how complex their order is, if it's some kind of special latte with Spain and milk, with coffee beans that were flown in on a unicorn. But there are people who go like twice a day and they'll spend like six, seven dollars on each purchase. Plus they might buy some something to snack on. So people who spend like almost twenty dollars a day on caffeine related, you know, purchases. And they're doing that in addition to whatever else they're eating. Like they may be ordering from, you know, Uber Eats or DoorDash and it's 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 just crazy. And I, I say this as someone who loves coffee. I was like, wow. Like, it's, you know, I wonder how much, I wonder, 
And this is something that people are slowing down because people like it is yeah, it is an addiction past eight night. Once you once you get into it, you just you can't let it go. Even if you try to now, I've cut back on my caffeine consumption a little bit, and by that I mean I'm just using a smaller cup. Which is, I think I give myself progress. I give myself a, a pat on the back. So, yeah, but the way people just, you know, the money they spend is just, it's phenomenal. Because even ordering out, like, like I said, I mentioned Uber Eats and DoorDash, and, you know, it's just really, but, and it's weird because we're going through this economic sort of downturn, not a recession yet. But you see, like, the sell-off in the market, and, and especially in the tech uh, sector of the market. And so much of our lives have, and the conveniences of, of modern living, has been centered around these apps, like Uber, and DoorDash, and, you know, whatever else you can think of. And... And the thing about these companies, these companies have lived off, like, venture capital money. Now, some of these companies are successful, but a lot of these companies, they've basically lived off money, trying to increase market share, trying to be comp- being competitive to the point where they, they are the market. And if there is a recession, and who and I'm not saying there's going to be one. I'm not an economist. But if there's a recession and you see this venture capital money dry up and you see maybe some of these services either have to raise their prices or some of them may even, some of them may go by the wayside. Who knows? It's going to be a real shock because so much of our lives are built around the convenience of these services in a way that it wasn't during the first the first dot-com era where we had all these companies, all these huge valuations, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean for this to go into like some kind of technology and financial analysis. I don't know what to say, but this is what happens when you do some random episodes. Forgive me. But still, the first dot-com era, we had companies like Pets.com, we had all these other companies with these sort of bright ideas and these huge valuations. When they either went bust or just didn't have the impact that people thought they were going to have. Of course, it had a huge impact on the, the stock market and jobs were lost. But it really didn't have that much impact on everyday life for many people. It was like, oh, that company, yeah, I didn't know what they did, didn't really understand the name, went out of business. Okay, so what? Well, that company was really big, had to become really small. Like, it didn't really affect people's lives in a big way but our lives now are so intertwined with our mobile devices and with the apps and with the services that we get from these apps that there was like a significant change to what these apps can what these apps can do or some of these apps will sort of say these companies will say shut down or have to merge or be acquired or just you know whatever it would really mess people up. People would really be upset. People would be like, what? Like this, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but just, for like, just imagine. Just imagine if Uber said, you know what? Um, we're not going to 
you know, we're, we're going to get out of the car business. We're not going to do rides anymore. We can't make any money. We spend so much money. And then the venture capital money's not here. We got to reduce services. Whatever. Let's say Uber had a, dr- a dramatic change to how they did business. Can you imagine this, what would happen to people's psyche? I mean, right now, people are having a fit because the Uber prices are so high. It wasn't like in the very beginning when they, when they said they were, that all that money was flowing in. They were looking for that competitive advantage and they could offer really cheap rides. And they were, but now it's like, whoa. But could you imagine if they wasn't around or let's say DoorDash or Uber Eats or like, could you just think about how people would, would act when people would like, imagine having like call your local restaurant and try to do your order and then have cash ready to bring the delivery person. Like, that's not a big, it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal because people, once people get used to a certain thing and it's very convenient, for them to go back seems like, it seems like crossing a sea that has not been parted. It, it, would, it would be a big freaking deal. But enough of this uh, pseudo-economic analysis by me. Uh, let's actually talk about... Um, is there any good celebrity news? I feel like all the celebrity news lately. I'm not even going to talk about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation suit. That That has just been one... That's like a circus within the circus. And then the reaction to it on social media is a circus itself. I just, I just don't even... I don't even know what to say about that case really um, you know um, movies is any, I haven't seen it I haven't seen any movies lately except like maybe streaming have I seen anything I, I don't really I don't really know I was like wasn't I was one of those it was one of those nights last night where you're just sh- sh- scrolling and scrolling through like three or four different streaming services and you get to the point where you're like you know what I don't even want to watch anything anymore like I've just lost the the feeling. I'm not in the mood anymore uh, to watch any kind of a movie or anything, or, sh- or, or binge watch a TV series. And like, and and and, and of course, I mentioned this before in another episode. Like, you know, between like the the streaming services, especially Netflix, is having trouble with like subscribers leaving and like content trying to get like content and I think it's remember when binge watching was like a, a badge of honor like people would get on social media like, like yeah I watched 40 episodes of such and such show this weekend and I didn't move I didn't leave my sofa or my bed for nothing I didn't bathe I didn't use the bathroom I just stayed in my bed and watched 50 hours of the office or you know whatever Game of Thrones but now, but now it's kind of like, I don't think people are really binge-watching. It's like, I'm not going to say it's passe, but you don't see people bragging about it anymore. And for me, like, I don't even like binge-watching stuff anymore because I feel like I, I just don't want to spend an entire day watching one thing anymore. I, mean, I don't mind watching a couple episodes, but I want to watch something else. I don't want to, like, I think, and I, I think this attitudes change. I don't know how other people are doing. But I think, I don't know if binge watching is a thing as it was before where it was like, how proud you were to, to be a binge watcher. Now here in New 
let's see. Probably that video from New York City. I look, I have no idea what's going on. This this city is is crazy. And as someone who, like I said before, this is my home. This is the city I was born and raised. And and I like and I mentioned before in other episodes when people say it's just as bad as it was in the seventies and eighties or even like the nineties, the clapback minutes. I kind of always wince because I'm like, no, it isn't. But what's going on in New York is uniquely like horrible right now. Like, I don't even want to compare it to other periods of time. Because it's like, this is something unique that's going on with the with the random violence. And I, don't, I shouldn't even talk about it because I wanted to do a light, fun episode. But yeah, but New York is just, it's crazier than you, it's just, you, the level of insanity and people's behavior and how that translates into crime and violence and, and, and just everything, it's just... I don't know what they should do. Like, I don't know. Like, I remember years ago when the West Nile virus uh, made its debut. Is that a way to speak about it? Like a virus made its debut here in the, in the New York era, New York area, and they had like the they had like the spraying of mosquitoes. They had like these like helicopters, whatever, flying around certain neighborhoods, spraying at a certain time, like. Maybe we need helicopters spraying, like, I don't know, antidepressants, anti-anxieties, psychedelics, ayahuasca, uh, LSD, something to get people in, like, in the right mood, in the right frame of mind, because people are, are, are just losing it in, in this city. I mean, they're losing it everywhere. Look around the country, you know, look around the world, but especially with New York, you know, we're a trendsetter. So other people may be losing their mind other places, but we are losing our mind in a unique and really cool way. And not really that cool, but like in the best, we're, we're, we're better at losing our minds than any other place. Let me just say that here in New York City. Just, you know, and who, who knows? And like, I'm just frustrated with, like, I don't even know who's, in, who's, in, who's running this right now. I don't even know. Everyone gets on TV and says the same thing over and over again. Like, okay, we want results. Can you give us that, please? Just, you know, it's crazy. And, um, and I was meant to, uh, mentioned coffee on, in this episode already. And I saw something like a week or two ago about, like, this, this new study about coffee reveals, you know what, I don't care anymore. I'm tired of hearing studies about coffee and red wine. If I want to drink coffee, I'm going to drink coffee. I'm going to, I'm going to drink red wine. I'm going to drink red wine. Like, stop it. Like, you don't care anymore. Like, please. Like, every freaking other year, every freaking six months. Oh, this new study says that if you drink coffee, you could lose your eyelashes. Like, okay, I don't need them. I don't need eyelashes. Okay, leave me alone. Or, if you consume two glasses of red wine a week, you could become a vampire. Well, hey, you know what? I like staying up late at night anyway, so just leave me alone. So it's like, just keep the studies, like, keep them in your scientific journals, right? 
stable for the stable for those nerds in scientific terms. My apologies to all the to all the scientists who are listening to this podcast. I know this is a very big deal in the world of science and podcasts and, and academia. So I apologize. But yeah, enough of these these studies. You know, why don't you go study those mutant sharks? Why don't you go bother them and tell them what they should be eating and drinking? I'm sure they would like to get an opinion from from you. In the whatever in the Pacific Ocean, whatever underneath somewhere, under the sea. And what was I? I was, you know, I watched a lot of videos, like travel videos and stuff. Like, uh, I watch a lot of these, like, people who, who are leaving America, who are leaving the United States of America, and they're moving to Portugal or, like, maybe some place in the Caribbean and everything, digital nomads, I don't know. Could, could I be a digital nomad? Something I've really considered, something I've really been on my mind for quite a while. Like, I could do this podcast. Now, first of all, this podcast would have to make a lot, a lot of money, which means you have to l- listen to this podcast a couple times a day, and then share it with your friends, and they share it with their friends and family, and then we can all be friends. So yeah, I could do this podcast. Glenn is talking, man from New York, but from Bermuda, or from Lisbon, or from Shanghai, or maybe just Miami, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'd just be a... a a, a, a United States nomad. Glenn is talking, man from New York, but from New Orleans, Louisiana. Or from like California. You know, whatever. Something. But still, yeah, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just cranky. The reason why I'm cranky is because even though it's the beginning of summer in here in New York, which means there's a lot of good stuff to do, a lot of fun things to do, also a lot of craziness, summer doesn't last. You get fall, fall is great, fall is cool, you can put your scarves on to be cool after summer, holiday season, yeah, but then winter comes, and then that sucks, January and February in New York are torturous, I don't care what anyone says, and that's actually my, you know, forget about like living somewhere else permanently, my dream, my actually my goal is never to have to spend another January and February in New York City or in the Northeast period. Like if I can, if I can spend my January and February in, I don't know, it could be maybe it's Florida, or maybe it's Los Angeles, maybe maybe somewhere where there's just some sun and some good attitude, and I'm not having to, I don't have to worry about jumping over slush or anything. Some place where I can summer. When is winter? That's what I'm looking for. That's my ideal situation. Summer, when is winter? And, you know, you know, just really, just, just, and of course, and there's, all, there's so much stuff going on in the world. There's war, and there's tragedy, and, you know, just, just, just gotta just, gotta have some fun. Wherever you find it at, read a good book. Even though my attention span for for reading books, particularly fiction, which is crazy because I love fiction, 
but I haven't I haven't been able to read like a, a fiction book really in God knows when. Like I said, I just can't keep myself like immersed into like uh, a good fiction book. And I feel like I always I've always felt like this, but I feel like lots lots of people have it like sometimes some some fiction writers just try too much. I walk into a room with the off-color white wall where there's a crack from s- ten years ago where there was an ant and the ant was really strong and then the ant reminded me of my grandmother. Some people just go on and on, these descriptions. And I'm like, can I just tell me, can you tell me what's going to happen in the story next? Now, I don't need this, like, HGTV sort of uh, approach. I don't need to know, I don't need to know every single detail in the scene that is being set. I appreciate the skill to do that. I think it's wonderful that when writers can write with so much detail and paint such a picture that you don't need to even use your imagination that much. But it can be tedious sometimes. Just tell me that Bob walked in to the room and saw his wife Sally with Jim and then he tried to beat them with I mean I mean just something. Just tell me what just tell me what happened. Okay, maybe that's why I just, maybe I, or maybe I just stick to watching TV, you know, who knows. Or reading the news and being like, oh my God, what a world, what a world. So on that note, I think, I think I've said too much. Or maybe I haven't said enough, who knows. Only you can decide. So you can, you know, find me on Twitter and Instagram. At Dwayne Price Man, that's Dwayne with two ends, Price Man with two ends. I'm also on TikTok, you know, same handle. And if you would like to support this podcast, uh, I'm on. You can go to uh, buymeacoffee.com/slash/manglen. That's man with two with two ends. Or you can go to Venmo at manglen to man with two ends, man with two ends. If you want to either help me become a true digital nomad and do this podcast from somewhere sunny or maybe you just want me to shut up and trying to buy my silence i can't be bought i think i've made this clear in other episodes thank you for listening take care of yourselves